0: what's going on everybody hope you are having a wonderful week so far um podcast time and it's with the one and only Duke demont um I'm pretty sure most of you if not all of you know who Duke Demont is so this intro does not have to be telling you who's coming on um Duke has achieved some things that most artists will never achieve in the electronic or in the music industry at all um he has great insight Produces some great records um, and is a very good conversationist. Um, I love this. So, without further ado, Duke Demont. And we are live, Duke Demont. What's cooking, man? How are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm drinking my uh, cold cappuccino.
1: Epic. Yeah, um, yeah um, I, I have to have caffeine to start the day.
0: <laughs> I haven't. I, I I'm lucky. I haven't ever got to that stand at state. Stand, or standard state part of my life where I actually even like coffee um I wish I liked coffee but I've got so if you, many
1: if you don't need it don't I've
0: it's, got it's, I've got so it's, many it's, friends that are just slave to the coffee in the morning and I'm so happy I'm not
1: yeah i <laughs> so about saying that there's <clears throat> there's something in caffeine that it does stimulate some kind
0: of neurons or something 100% a it's a drug it's a drug <laughs>
1: I'm addicted to it. I have to have a cup of tea, or I literally can't start my day in the studio without having a cup of tea. Mm. Like, Such an English thing, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but they say they say that like when uh, when tea was like introduced, tea and coffee was introduced to Europe. It, co- it coexisted with the um, uh, with, like the golden age or something. Oh, really. So they, Why these historians are saying caffeine is the reason why a lot of stuff got done. Um, I'm still, I'm still, my theory is that tea inspires more musicians than weed. Um, (laughs) Honestly, tea tea gets more stuff more done in the studio.
0: It probably does, to be fair. Um, Because, yeah, there's a lot more. I don't drink tea as well. I wish I did. The only, the only tea I drink is... Bubble tea and Thai tea, and that's just because I'm a child and like sweet things. You spent too much time in LA, <laughs> the, um, or, you know, or Japan, Japan. or oh, Japan. Yeah, oh man, I, I, I want to go back to Japan. It's been a, it's been a while. Same, man. I miss, uh, I miss Japan. traveling. I, I really, I miss going to different cities. Like, I don't know about yeah. you, but for me, like, going to, it, it's great doing what we do and like touring America and touring the UK and. But with this whole COVID shit, like with everything else being closed down, it's kind of just close. it's narrowed it down so much for us.
1: Yeah, it's it's a tough one. It's um I mean, I, I feel bad for as I said to you on the front, I feel bad for DJs that um uh, go in like, they have to have their paycheck every month or they yeah. have to have their paycheck maybe six months. Yeah. Um, I was certainly in that position not so long ago. Mm. I'm kind of coming through, so like, I don't. I don't feel bad for myself. I don't feel bad for no, I mean, not yeah. at all. We're and lucky. Yeah. fine and the only thing they can do is travel. Like, no, I don't feel bad about the the people that can tour, and and it's like the lack of sympathy for like. So like, I mean, again, it's social media, not social media, but the lack of sympathy for like DJs is like okay, it's a job for a lot of people, mm. um, and they might you're making an average income and not touring for 18 months um, screw them and there's a lack of sympathy for that it's like what's the wrong with you people well, I so yeah I have seen for that like, for hours love doing what they do can't do anything else in life and strong so yeah I, I hope um, coming out of well if we are coming out of COVID you know that they, they find
0: a I, I actually think there's more DJs that, that are in that situation than, than not really um because there's so many more DJs trying to become big than they are actually big so many more
1: it's a weird it's an interesting time for music because it's never it's never been easier to get to music mm. but it's never been harder to make a career from music mm-hmm. so kind of coming through, I mean, uh, you know, obviously, <clears throat> I've been doing it as a job since 2006. Yeah. Since I applied from my job, and I said to myself, like, okay, in three to six months, if I don't make as much, and I was on minimum wage anyway, yeah. but I don't make as much from DJ, and then I go out and within three months, I was making minimum wage. So yeah. I never looked back from there. But, you know, even 2012, it was... <sighs> it was easier to to have a career if it was at a certain standard. Yeah. Now it's exceptionally hard. Mm. The pressure, I think, on new acts in electronic music coming through is this one, and this is one that I was fortunate to not have the pressure of. In order to be successful, you know, this music gets played on playlists and all that malarkey. In order to be successful, you have to make music that generically fits onto those playlists yeah but if you're an artist or you've got an ounce of creativity in body or an ounce of style it might not necessarily fit on those playlists mm-hmm. so I've seen acts go what the fuck do I do yeah. do I do I listen to my heart or do I listen to my head so that pressure they put on themselves and so it's, that is I would say something that's only existed for the last well very, it's always existed but very prominently for the last six years, seven years, yeah. and I think it's the pressure on on new acts um, having. I think it's pressure on all acts, to be honest with you. I mean, I'm fortunate enough where I'm, I'm oddly more free now than I was when I started.
0: So, <clears throat> but I think tell me if I'm wrong, but I think that's because you've kind of put the the foundations down, right? Um, Things have things have grown for you to the to the level where, and you still have to work hard, but and you still have to make good music, which you do. But at the end of the day, is like people. You have a core fan base, which for me personally is the hard. I believe having a core, building a core fan base is the hardest thing. Um, and but once you've got that core fan base, you can build from that. Um, and there's a, you're always gonna have like. Uh, there's always whether your core core fan base is ten people, whether your core fan base is two thousand people a hundred thousand people, you can always grow from that unless you do something stupid where they all fuck you off um but yeah. like there's still gonna be people that like you um and I think what's happened with you is tell me if I'm wrong is that you've you've grown a very strong core fan base and now you're allowed to kind of do. More so, what you want rather than what has to be done to to kind of get bigger, to get number one, to do all of that. The
1: I've kind of like I've had twelve years to to, to ruminate with this and think about this. And number one, you are one hundred percent right regarding fan bases. Yeah, it's not always about how how many streams you get. No, it's about your fan base and because the reality is i've seen acts sell stadiums mm-hmm. with less yeah listens and plays than um people that have top 50 in the world songs yeah yeah um doesn't mean that's right some some people don't like tour and some people don't want to tour yeah. um not all people that make this is the a big myth not all people that make electronic music are touring acts no you don't have to be a DJ to make an electronic music, mm-hmm. but still appreciate the art So, so to go back, where you, you mentioned about live fan bases. So, yeah, number one, it's not necessarily about streams. I, I, I honestly think the most important thing in music is to make music that has some kind of emotional impact on yourself, yeah. and just watch that it does on other people. Yeah. And it took me a long time to realise that. Mm. So it's like, okay, you know, when you're in the studio, that first 45 minutes you're working on something, you're like, oh shit, this is good. Yeah. And you know, the trajectory of a producer or a creator in any art books, mm. film, painting, music or whatever, trajectory is like the first hour, oh, this is the best thing ever, this is great. And then it goes, oh, this is shit. Mm. Uh, if you can hold, that energy you have in that first hour from the impact that's gonna, that's the impact it's gonna have on the or people listening to it for it's the first time. And just make make music that makes people dance, make music that makes people happy, make music that makes people sad. Yeah. The whole point is this is fucking art. Do something. Mm. That's you know, you, don't, you know be political, don't be political. If you don't political have some kind of like, you know. There's, you know there's some great electronic acts you know they're not political but make great music there's great acts who make awful music but political great acts do do something that's yes. what's in you you know what make music you would want to listen to number one number two if just go with that Share and we've quality and that's I kind of see oh, I'm gonna sound like a bitch now it's fine, you I are. See a lot of club music, B is so generic, oh, man. Out, of, out of safety, not yeah. out of emotion. There's no, it's so weird. I, I came through during the, like, the block house days, mm. and by 2006, 2008, and it was a weird ending of like rock, electro clash. Mm rock show, you know, like Towers with with a and TARS yeah. with a 303. And it's is really good music around that time. And there's all these risks being taken. Yeah. Globally. And it was just like it wasn't it was just a mess. Like it's so disorganized, but it was so free at the same time. Like yeah. some of the parties just to in Paris and like London was just the craziest party still to this day. And then it goes like everything gets wrong. And yeah, the funny thing with club music is just there's a safety in it. And it, and there's a safety because and it's the same with playlists, the same with everything. Go safe in order to make money. It's, it's the reality you roll the dice and take a yeah. bigger risk,
0: you either make you either do much better or you could have much more. I think so, yeah funny. I think for me the um the description of what you're kind of saying is be punk as fuck. Those
1: no just be you. Just be you. Some people are punk. but like some people that are punk are like doing it because they're really bad at what they do. It's the only way they can get
0: attention. <laughs> But it some works for them. Are, are geniuses and yeah.
1: like all the autistic and <laughs> you know focus on things much more than other people can like myself. I'm like I'm on the freaking spectrum of the best of, types of <laughs> And then there's other people just like, like listening to granular pad music and ambient music. It's, yeah. like, it's not, like, it's not like oh yeah, you know fuck the system. It, 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 no, no, it's not about Just do you, but don't don't have a fear of doing you.
0: Yeah.
1: Like I, I, I'm, I still to this day remember in two thousand and eight, um, I was making. About ten thousand pound a year, eight thousand pound a year, yeah. for about two or three years, and I went. I kind of, <clears throat> I kind of know what I'm doing. Maybe I should try and make some EDM. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember trying to make some EDM because I was just so desperate to pay the bills, and all I wanted to do was make a living for music because it was a good fucking job to yeah. do. Like you know, I, for someone who used to work in an office. I appreciate sitting in front of a couple of speakers. Yeah. And even now, desperation, even when it was a case of not doing music that I really liked. And I, I and I did like two or three demos, and it was dog shit, absolute dog shit. And it made me – because I used to like – I used to be such a little bitch, Like I used to moan about – Commercial dance out and be like, I could do what they do, I could do what they do. And the reality is, I couldn't. And the reality is, well, if you can do what they do, well, do it.
0: Yeah.
1: Do it. Stop being a little bitch. Do it. Yeah. And I tried and I I couldn't (laughs) make it. I was like, it just wasn't in my soul. And then after like years of like, just like making no money. Um, I made a song called The Giver which kind of came from from the heart around that time there was no there wasn't like a genre it really fitted into yeah. it just had a, a little bit of emotion and had that staple foundations of what I consider to be house music it had soul to it yeah. and it had
2: um,
0: I can't
1: remember 707 or 999 Kind of rim shot sample, and it just like consolidate it all, um, and that came from the heart. That song it wasn't about trying to make a living, yeah. and it that was the thing. That was the record that when it, it put me back on that radar slightly. So the the giver weirdly teed up a song like Need You because it put me back in
0: the ecosystem of yeah. Um, used to be employed see the thing for me is when i heard the giver i was like who because i didn't know who you were before um and i think that record gave made me know who you are and kind of be like oh damn let me check this dude out because this record slams in a club and it was a proper dj's record
1: it was, and that's and i think that's what everybody has to fight to is to still make records regardless of way where they still have an impact so yeah whether it's um you don't know who the name is you're just like oh sure that's a good record yeah um i think that's that should be the aim of any dj is to make records that have the biggest reaction in your dj set yeah and that's not by getting on the mic and going this is my brand new song when well, i that yeah sit in the wings see how it works yeah i remember when i played power for the first time mm. I played it in Australia and I was like, oh shit, this reaction is strong and they do not know the record. Yeah. But they're acting like they do know the record. Mm. I remember when I played Red Light, Green Light, I played it in America and it bombed so hard. It like, no one, because it's kind of like, the weird thing about it is is tech house, but it's not tech house. Yeah. So it doesn't have the traditional elements to it. The, the drums are a bit groovier. So it, it, was, it clashes a bit with Tech House records. It bombed in, in the US, but I remember going to Australia and the reaction was unbelievable. Yeah. And this is before people knew what the record was. This is before, you know, um, I filmed a video with Sean. Mm. Um, and it was just purely the reaction. Yeah, but Those records, make those records. Like if, if you are a DJ, make those records that have it them out you know, even if you make two minutes of a song, try it out on the DJ set. You know, and that's the that's the best. I, I'll, I'll be honest with you. With quarantine, I suck at making club music. I like I suck like when I like, I did a with Chama Trace. Yeah, Trace did a did a great job, and it's um, the idea of the song is like a good song, but. The balance of where, where, where all the where the bass kick is, and yeah. you know, I'm not even sure there's a sub in the record. With that balance, I just I, I lost connection. Mm. I lost that. Now I've been DJing um, last two or three months again. Yeah, it's always like, oh, is kicked in. It's yeah. like again, okay, no know and no sits. And it's just so it's so funny that I kind of lost that what works in a in a club environment. Um, but at the same time is speaking about club music, mm. my my passion isn't I mean I love club music, but my passion isn't solely in club music. My my goal is just to make like I said that start music that has some kind of emotion, yeah emotion uh, quality to it. You know, it's like when I watch a film, I want to be made to feel something.
0: Yeah, but so, I, I guess like in have you always done that in your music or has it now got to the point where you're doing where you feel like you're doing that because with like your your the duality record uh, album that felt like you were doing that it felt like this is like a listening album that there's some records in there that are really club based but there's also some records in there that aren't um the,
1: the duality album for me it, it here's the weird thing with with music the duality duality album, it's like I saw someone do a tweet the other and said, "Never do an album. It's, you know, just do singles. You know, it goes against business." And they're they're right and they're wrong. Okay, they're right in the sense that the amount of work you do in the studio is more efficient if you just do fucking club bangers. Yeah. Okay, but if you're on, if you have an ounce an ounce of artistry mm-hmm. in your DNA. And you have an appreciation of like music, and it's not so business, do an album, man. Cause that's like if you could do an album where people do connect, and you and you connect with it, that's gonna that's actually oddly better in the long run. Like you know, when I when I'm listening to music, like every every so often, like once a year, there'll be like two or three acts where I'm like, Oh, my God, they're, they're so fucking good. Yeah. But this, like, this scarily good it inspires me to get better. Yeah. And all those acts in electronic music are all album acts. Yeah. So whether it's an act like The Blaze.
0: Oh, yeah. that's so good. Um, that's like that. so good. But it's,
1: like, it's emotive music. Yeah. I mean, it's the most stripped-back house music yeah. you can imagine but there's something else going i, lo- I love music where there's very, so few elements It's so simple but there's something else going on which you can't put your finger on yeah remember uh, listening to fly lotus for the first time isn't, isn't simple music but listen to los angeles album i'd be like mm, how does he do that yeah how where, what's he doing you now what compressions is he using how's he doing this and that leads me to like do a you know a, a deep dive on how he how he does it and now I have like the same limit set and uh sign just even though even no one could tell yeah just purely because the, the the thing with like producers and cr- creators and any artists we're all magpies. Mm-hmm. We're, okay. all like, we're all like we like, you know, we we're all kind of looking for that little bit of gold somewhere. Yeah. It, even if it could be a limit set, saying it's like, okay, great, boom. Yeah. And that's that's like that's part again. I mean, I remember, you know, not being able to like buy. It's different now. I buy all my software, so you know, and I, I do it myself. I me mean, I wouldn't use any crack software. But even 2006, you know, going on, on the web and on Russian torrent sites and being like, oh, great, yeah. You know, <laughs> the only thing I bought was Ableton, like legit, and everything else was, you know, pirated. Um and just like but because if I didn't do that, I couldn't have done it. Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't a case of like I was being cheap, it's like, no, I could not afford it. I think so but it's like I'm not gonna let anything get in my way. Um and as artists, like, yeah, it's everybody's the, everybody's mad And it's that's not necessarily that's not necessarily a bad term, it's because something has an impact on you and all you want is that for you to create something
0: to have an impact on On, on somebody else. Yeah. And I I think do be it becoming an album artist actually allows you to be fully creative on how you want to be. Whereas singles, singles don't allow that in our, in our kind of genre to a certain extent in dance music, because the single has to hit a certain level. Like for me, like going back to, um, what's it called? Uh, Justin Martin's Ghetto's and Gardens album. Quite possibly, for me personally, one of the best albums in dance music um, in uh, over the last like 10 years. Um, that solidified his career into a, being an album artist. And although he releases singles and everything like that, but waiting for that album... As a, as a fan, although he's a good friend of mine, but it's like, as a fan, I'm always waiting for that album because I think it's really special. Whereas when you're a single artist, which I am at this moment in time, just a single artist, it's like, oh, here's another Will Clark single. There's kind of like not a bigger bigger thing to talk about.
1: So here's a completely good counsel what we're speaking about because the reality is there's no... There's no good and bad. There's mm-hmm. no one's better than the other. There's yeah. no like black like, and white. Well, it's just varying degrees of grey, which is the opposite of duality. Uh, the, the reality is, uh, I actually don't believe in duality. which is, uh, <laughs> It is sound good, which you demand, but duality was done because it was like, It was to, to to show like okay, oh, right, you got songs like Red Light Green Light, and yeah. then there's a song with Rye X that is, like yeah. a eight minute passage of music. So what what he's speaking about with, with singles is. I find as sing- singles can buy like moments in time, Damn. and also I think as an act, you know, I I flee from one year to the next. Am I going to do an album? Am yeah. I going to do just um, release singles? Yeah. Uh, you know, like beat pool club records, and it and it all comes down to where your head's at and wants mm-hmm. to inspire you, and you just got to go with that with that energy. Yeah. Um, and so, but the thing is. <laughs> The power of a single. Like if it wasn't for the power of a single, I wouldn't be living in the house, this house, I wouldn't have a career. Totally. I would be living with my mum mm-hmm. in England, right? Because of the power of a single. Yeah. There is but once if acts achieve that is what they do with it next. Yeah. And I remember I remember with having the UK number one and people are like, when's the next one coming out? When's the yeah. next one coming out? What are you doing next? Well, when's the next number one coming out? It's like, motherfucker. <laughs> like, you know, like, like do, do you think this, you know, this comes with like, like cornflakes? You, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you think it's like, like okay, I just decided to make music one day yeah. and next, you know, no, it's a whole, it's, it's perseverance and luck. Yeah. It's perseverance and and. Being good at what you do, having perseverance. Like, the other thing as well is having a number one song in the charts doesn't necessarily mean, like, it's a good song.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, it's a good radio song. Yeah. There's, there's different... Where music is consumed, where music is listened to, is so important. So if, if there's a song on radio, there's no secret to it. Make like, up all good, dancey. Yeah record if you want it uh, but that's if it's in your in your spirit and in yourself at that point in time with need you that was kind of in in my dna is like you know i kind of that's kind of you know that's where where my head was at yeah and i did the back and trap amy and emily k did the uh focus on the on the top line and it was two different worlds come together and i actually oddly worked in a even though it's a completely different song to Adamski and Seal. But you know, the, that song is two worlds yep. coming together. And re, in dance music, when those two worlds come together,
0: it works. It, it,
1: it can it can work a lot of the time. Yeah. So I remember so talking about the power of releasing singles. Having that and everyone's like, What's the next one? What's the next one? Like, Shut the fuck up. I was too busy touring. Anyway, the next one, i got you went to number one as well. Yeah. Like, oh shit! Okay, cool. And that's when it starts enter the world of morning radio DJ typing. <laughs> like I was not comfortable. Yeah, I did. I played that game in the UK a little bit, not a lot, a little bit. I was deeply uncomfortable. I'm like, I am not a celebrity. Yeah, I do not take care of my appearance. I do not really care. I do not even exercise. All I do. <laughs> is the I am not a celebrity. I don't have a publicist. Yeah. I this is not the what I love dance music and I like making dance music. Yeah. And I and it was the weirdest thing. I remember being at the Brits and my um, <laughs> the woman that was the lady that was supposed to show me well, just to left me for dead on the red Carbin to go and converse with some celebrity and I, I was like, oh, What the fuck am I doing here? <laughs> this is not shit. <laughs> and then anyway, so I had that I'm like the bo- i'm like the most successful non famous child I think probably in the last ten years yeah anyway, and then there's a few records, and then ocean drive came along mm. Ocean drive was buried in the u k yeah buried because there's a disagreement with radio and labels, especially universal, about streaming radio exclusivity and all that nothing to do with me their politics and their games they will play where the creators end up being the ones that get affected yeah there's some war going on between them and they just got buried in the uk ocean drive didn't even get into the top 40. did it not did not even get into the top 40. ocean drive was the reason why i had to leave the uk because it was so big around the list of what yeah Australia, it was the third most second or third most played song on radio that year damn the only other two were bieber and adele <laughs> uh, and this is a guy who has no publicist yeah yeah this is a guy you do not see on the merit of the fucking song
0: yeah okay
1: it went top 40 on u.s radio now that doesn't seem like a lot but to go you top 40 in u.s radio is a bigger deal to have a number one
0: songs yeah. yeah, you you don't people don't realise how hard it is to get in top forty in in the USA. It's 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 hard and costs money to do it and not be famous as well. Yeah,
2: it,
1: yeah, it's like it's it's hard. So I often buried a song. It got it got buried. Absolute hatchet job. Um, fuck knows why. Mm. Fuck knows why. And people that were involved and did that need to look at themselves. Because it's, sadly, it's like the accountants and the paper pushers are the ones that can just bury them. You know, they just, oh, no, oh, I just put us out of posture. It's like, yeah. what's wrong? And it's when, that's the, the, the beauty of music, is it's still in a system, it's still in the ecosystem, and still available. Even two, three, four years down, line, people can listen back to yeah. some music. And be like, oh wow, that still sounds good, yeah. and it's like listen to it again and again. And I, and that, that connection between creator and consumer in art is the most important thing, yeah. It, it's just dirty, it's so dirty. but the dirtiness can also build careers, yeah. yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's just create, create purity, impact it has on the listener is pure. I think the Midwest is. Just,
0: don't you. But I, I also yeah. think at the end of the day, if you write a good record and it is genuinely a very good record, it will have a life of some sort, and it will. I think it will always eventually come around. Don't get me wrong; it's not. I'm not saying that it's going to give you success, but a record that that is very well done and it it has an impact in some sort of way, it will come around if it's given
1: an ounce of an opportunity at the start because there's great artists and there's great records that just do not get hurt yeah and then there's really bad records in my opinion and that's just my opinion it's like it's good record to to, to someone there's records i I see as being bad records that get all the attention in the world
0: do you think that? Do you think this is like a major record label yeah, issue, though?
1: I mean, major labels control the entire distribution. Stream. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's the one like, I mean, or well, more or less. I mean, like, like to go back and mention uh, as like you know the uh, Blaze or someone like Jamie XX or um, someone on Tune, Like, there's there's another level to it yeah. where that model is, is so fan-based like yeah. they really make music that connects with people mm. and you can do well with that but outside of that it's a close shop it's a close shop um, I think if you're an album act it's, it's good to work with a label that allows you to do albums a yeah. um, major label system it's a shame they do not want electronic albums yeah. they do not want electronic albums they do not want there might be an A&R somewhere a label that does but then they also are going to get fired if they don't deliver a certain X amount of what? streams. It's like, you know, people, a lot of people who work at labels are music fans, mm. but the constraints put on them kind of over time stops them becoming music fans and yeah. it becomes facts and figures. So, but yeah, no, the major label distribution streams is, um, it's, it's, it's one stop shop, yeah. um,
0: but it can't, yeah. but it, also yeah. on a positive note, it can make people's careers. And...
1: hundred like I percent. I wouldn't have a career if it wasn't singles. Yeah. Um, Duality for me was like, doing an album was like the perfect time for me because yeah. it's like, I know, I'm confident in knowing what I want to do. Yeah. I have the peace of mind. I don't have to make top forty pop records. Yeah. I love... Making music, I, I love doing aspects of what I do, and even if every song's not the biggest the best song in the world, so be and yeah. make it into a body of music. Yeah, um, but it, it was yeah, perfect. Um, I, you know, I almost did an album in 2014, 2013, yeah, it would have been awful, yeah, would have been.
0: It would have so, been was, du- was duality your first album?
1: Yeah, I didn't know that. I mean, I more or less had another album that was due to release and there's complications with that. Yeah. Uh, but I was happy it, it didn't happen because it, um, it would have been chasing coattails yeah. of successful commercial electronic acts at that
0: time. Yeah.
1: By right. Yeah. So, you know, Disclosure are Disclosure because they sound like Disclosure. yeah. It's like they have their fingerprint on what they do.
0: Especially and their first album. Their first album was special. Absolutely perfect. Yeah, Super. Special. I uh, think second album kind of was interesting. It, it felt like this is a major record label pushing it, if I'm honest. Um, they did uh, they did the big features.
1: You know, a lot of money spent on, on yeah. those and, and stuff, but um, top of the pyramid is always the music. Yeah. Top of the pyramid is the quality of the music. Um, I music. I, I, just as a, as a music fan... I love to hear them do one or two things just completely outside the box of yeah. what they do or their comfort zone, whether it's like a fucking oh, bad type, taking a record or just an out-and-out out disco record. Because I remember hearing them do, they did like a record with, oh, I've forgotten his name, a, a rapper. Uh, i forgot his name. Um, it was on SoundCloud. And it was like, I don't know, about 105 BPM. It was so good. It was so so good. Um, Even the record they did with Khalid, Talk. Yeah. Like really compact. Yeah. Fantastic fantastic pop record. Yeah, that was great. That's like they have the ability to make some of the best pop music, and that's not like a slur. Like the ability to make interesting pop music is the hardest, probably one of the hardest things as a record producer to be able to do Mm. to make interesting pop music to make generic pop music is so easy it's so so easy well it's Uh, it's so
0: formulaic isn't it now especially nowadays like generic dance pop music is so formulaic just listen to the charts half the time um it's
1: it's a a system It's it's formulaic yeah for the following reasons because there's, there's comfort, comfort and familiarity, mm. right? So in the human psyche, there's comfort in things you're, you're familiar with. It's just the way human brains are set up. So when the songs are played on radio, it, people listen to it for comfort. They listen to it on the, on the way to work, on the way back from work. Yeah. I mean, I'm speaking about this, like people listen to fucking radio now. I, I, I'm not sure what they do. But if they do... And a lot of people do, I guess, but it's on the way back from work. Most people don't want to be challenged by some weird song. Yeah. So the ability to have a successful commercial record that is unique or interesting is as hard as making an instrumental club record that still sounds good five five yeah, or six yeah. seven, seven, like, those two things an instrumental club record that keeps people's attention yeah and still sounds good 10 years later and interesting pop music are like to me the hardest things to do in music. yeah like so 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 hard so yeah when this goes to talk i was like oh wow that's mm. that's a, that's just such a well crafting record um so yeah i'm going going back uh Kind of progressing a little bit. Um, I was happy I didn't do an album at the time because it would have felt like chasing coattails a little bit off them, yeah. And also, yeah, it I, I don't know, I just didn't feel it was ready because duality it feels like me, it feels like the type of music, yeah, you know, that
0: I listen to, like you know, let me go with yx X, yeah, 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 mate. Just just to butt in, is there people in the background? There is, yeah. So I'm going to go to another room because <laughs> it's uh, coming through. Sorry, man. Yeah, is coming through super sorry. Loud. I'm going to try and go to another room and it
1: might be a
0: little bit noisy. It's all good, man. Um, I, just, I just want people to be able to not get distracted by it. Um, it should be a
1: bit quiet.
0: Yeah, that's a bit, that's much better. Um, yeah, I, I guess that's it. It's the timing is is key in a lot of it right is that you, you have to be ready at, in your artist career to kind of take that leap it's
1: like yeah it's you, you can over you can easily overthink it regarding timing and like cultural timing yes. what's popular what's not popular but again you just it, it, it does come down to a bit of luck it's just like you can't really align like when the didn't you there is no piano house music on radio. Yeah, no. It was the first piano house record for close to eighteen to twenty years to get number one in the UK. Yeah, and then look at UK radio now. Yeah, yeah. The reason, but it was it was a unique. Here's the thing: I didn't invent anything. I don't confess to like. Yeah when I did not invent the shit like at all I'm inspired by it so it was that record was familiar but different enough to to prick people's ears up yeah yeah Disclosure did the same yeah they so the UK is obviously so ingrained with garage music so it wasn't really what they were doing wasn't so alien from from a lot of the characters. They put their spin on it and they they did their own thing. And they did it very well. They did it very well. But I listen to, like, some popular records and dance works in the UK now, and it's just, like, it lacks that character. Yeah. It lacks that. It sounds too safe. It sounds like, I don't know, like, what make my ears pick up, probably someone making a fantastic job, I I, I I don't know. So, so it, yeah, it, it wasn't... I was saying, like, what myself, MK, at that time, Rue Rune for Chris Manichek, all these yeah. people that had success, dance music success, success at the time, it wasn't calculated. Mm. It was just like, well, we've been doing this for, like, five, ten years before. It just worked. It's, it just happened to be at that cross section yeah. in culture totally what, what happened as well is it was during the time um, there's a big recession around that time mm. people started going out again yeah because people started wanting to go out again and dance it was the perfect timing uh, people were shazam in our records all the time mm. so you could be in a ball or a club up in Liverpool or Newcastle people are oh what's this song shazam yeah um and that really led I'll say I still be part of that Shazam generation.
0: Yeah.
1: Um and that's that's the that's the other thing as well, is platforms and technology always have they always shape mm. a lot of the things. Like, so, you know, we speak about Spotify playlists, the reason why music is, you know, M1 piano. Yeah vocal is because it favours Spotify playlists yeah so the apps though on there might not necessarily be like okay I'm going to make a record for for this and it's all calculated and all and all that is just that's them but they will get more attention than an act like Tony Vos or art yeah, or
0: something
1: like that even though they do okay yeah. they're not they won't go into that system mm. even though they're making some to me some of the most interesting kind of post-trance music yeah you know around so I could they'd probably be on service and post trance but it's, it has that similar so euphoria to, to listening to the, you know huge, huge tunes record back in like nine ninety eight or something like that so yeah, yeah it's, you know, there's, there's, there's great music there's always great music it's just harder to hear it now
0: well I, th- I think that's the thing is also is in let's, let's use for instance like Taylor of Us or Outback for an example is that it goes back to what we were saying at the at the very beginning of this conversation where it's down to growing a core fan base and it your core, core fan base doesn't have to be on spotify it doesn't have to be people that listen to the radio it can be anything and those those guys and girls that produce that type of music have a core fan base in clubs and that like raven and that that go to raves and even even for me, if you know what I mean, my music doesn't necessarily correlate on Spotify or streaming, like my biggest stream is like seven million, I think, which in the grand scheme of things isn't a lot when you compare it to a lot of big commercial dance records but in yeah. but in the underground it's still it's still looked at as as okay um but we all have a core fan base in the club which is where it started and I think that's why these people or they have associations I think I think we forget that associations are so powerful in this industry especially now um being part of a crew is the biggest thing to be to be in this in this industry right now that's that's been my biggest weakness is
1: like I
0: am fairly antisocial (laughs) um
1: I don't know how the DJs—they—I um, just live simple life.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I think at a certain level, you—you're 100 percent right. I think on the Resident Advisor tip, it's very clicky. Yeah. Um, it's very, very, very clicky. Yeah. Um, you know, there's great, great electronic records, but you know, in the smallest clubs or wherever. I, I think it gets a point where when people, when acts start from the club, the club can almost be a shackle yeah. to what they do. Mm. Um, sometimes you kind of shake that shackle they kind of find your, 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 your true artistry because the, the reality of what we do is our tour in life is, is relying upon clubs. Yeah. Right? my philosophy is don't dj if you don't contribute to the dj world because the culture of there's something weird about going to a venue going to a festival playing a wealth of people's music and being paid for it
0: yeah
1: okay there's i do that i mean i play a lot of my own music i do that it's a bit odd (laughs) Like, why? So, the people whose music you play is a huge, huge component to that mm. event. And I get away with it by buying a record on Beeple. Yeah. And there's pennies given on PPL or whatever. Nothing's wrong about that. So, holistically, they you're speaking holistically, and I'm a hypocrite, by the way, so I'm not acting like holy and holy. If you. In that world, surely you have to contribute to that world. Yeah. So, surely you have to make records that other people uh, are playing. Mm-hmm. Um, but that, yeah, that can. So, that forces everybody to make records that other DJs could play and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I think it's someone that, yeah, you shouldn't. Like, the shackle is that clubs and some life-type festivals. you know, it's, it's like right on that system. For me, I kind of had two problems to what I do now. I have to DJ stuff and then the live stuff. I'm in my element when I go and play the shrine or I go to, um, bad not I go to, you know, uh, to Brooklyn and yeah. I, um, you know, and I get to do like 90 minutes on my live show. Yeah. But, yeah. To me, it's like, that's my opinion. I, I hit my pinnacle artistically like four months ago yeah to be able to do a nine minute live performance know mm. the aesthetic the music and all of that and just that's that's me
0: yeah
1: um and that's you know' I've, and it's it's tough to be able to do that um <laughs> because we we kind of have that okay well we most of us make money purely from from dJ so we, yeah it, it restricts people. Um, the only reason I don't have that restriction at the moment is because I had success in that world. Yeah. Um, so it does,
0: it already limits a lot of acts mm. um, you already make club music. Um, well, I think it goes back to that, that, then that turns back around into that single life, doesn't it? Is that like you need DJs to play your music because you want to get booked at the end of the day you want a record to be played out and you and by having a record that gets played out by lots of other djs then pricks up the ears of promoters agents managers and it kind of it's kind of that circle right um but i think for where and tell me if you don't agree with me um but with your career you had like the giver um which was that dj record um, and then I don't know what came in between that and the end of your first number one, but was your, uh, nothing, nothing. I, I, um, well, I, I
1: procrastinated for about four or five years. Yeah. <laughs> I literally had paralysis from analysis. Yeah. Um, before the give there was just nothing. So, uh, I did my, like, a few records on turbo. Yeah. Um, turbo recordings. That's how it kind of started. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, just, uh, paralysis from analysis mm. for about three or four years and didn't release a record because I was so concerned that it had been such a long time that I had to make a record that changed the world. Yeah. And it's just, that's not going to happen. It's the worst pressure ever. Where it's like, oh, your next record has to be a fucking great record. Otherwise, yeah. it's like become... And honestly, that way of thinking was the most destructive being any artist can go
0: through oh my god dude it, I can relate to that massively my first big record was a track called Big Booty and everyone was playing it at the time Dirty Bird I'm sorry? was that on Dirty Bird or? no it was on uh, Anabatic which is Worthy's record label it used to be Worthy's record label yeah. I don't think she runs it anymore um, but it was, so it was before my Dirty Bird days and ev- but everyone was playing it from like this was when like Seth was coming through, is when Eats was coming through, when MK just kind of hit through. Jamie Jones was obviously like the biggest person in the world, and they were all playing it. And they were like, and I was like, "Fuck, I need to make music that that fits in with them now." F- n- completely forgetting that the music that I've just written that I absolutely love fits their DJ sets and it works and they're playing my music is, it was so like demoralizing to the point where I just stopped writing music for six months and tried to open a club because it was just like, fuck this.
1: Yeah. It's it's like, it's the, the pressure is unbelievable as yeah. Because at a certain stage, it's always like, and, and, and this is why it's the most negative mindset to, to be in. The 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 acts I the acts I see being very successful are acts that don't dip below a certain level yeah so they have a benchmark
0: sorry about it it's fine fine. it sounds fine sounds fine yeah Yeah. um
1: they don't dip below a certain benchmark but they just release and release and release and release and feed the beast into the system yeah just feed it and feed it and feed it um the most successful acts as well don't... So there has to be a point in any artist's direction that they shouldn't be reliant on other people playing their music. Yeah. So the most impactful point of playing their music is when they play their music. Yeah. That, But in order to get to that stage, it's... Is you become reliant on other people, mm-hmm. so it's like if someone's making money from you, if you you know, you already make money if someone else is making making money from you.
0: Yeah.
1: And on a micro level, that's kind of relying on on like DJing as well.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, like you know, you take that um, S house or hey yeah, is that how you pronounce it? S house or South, or whatever the Australian fellas. Okay. I love tonight.
0: Yeah. Like. I don't know that record. You fucking with me. No, I don't. You don't know that Love Tonight record. No, is it new? You don't know that record? No, I don't. It's
2: like a big
0: club record in <laughs> the fucking world no. for like, during during
1: COVID. Um, yeah, like other other DJs capitalized and they're more donated. Yeah. Um, but that's part of the system. That's that's part of the way it was and then it's like Okay, you just bring all the attention to you and, and
0: uh, you don't know that record. No, i saying
1: it wrong. Is it Love Tonight?
0: Let me check you it out. I'm gonna, I, I guarantee go. you, you will know that record. S House is it called? S House is it Love Tonight? I think that's the title. Vintage Gold. Oh, yeah, yeah, I do know that. Yeah,
1: yeah, it, and that's the perfect thing of why I'm saying that. Does that come back to them or does that go back to? everybody that had a firewall moment when they played that record Yeah, but I played the British Culture remix I thought it was really good yeah and um, you know it's yeah and it I don't know it's, it's a tough one you kind of need to feed the beast but then there comes a point where it all has to come back to you at some point yeah uh, and I the think there's no like there's no game plan there's no like blueprint to how it's done it's just keep on keep pushing (laughs) keep moving on just keep on you know creating yeah and to be honest with you like nowadays to change the subject a little bit there's so many distractions for creators or artists that it's so I find it so much harder now than 2010 Mm. to make music because I'm on my fucking phone yeah I have this I have comforts I have this whereas I didn't have that before my, my studio laptop wasn't even on the internet. Yeah, it was mainly pirate software, but it's like there was no
0: distraction. It's like um. I think I think that's also the thing that that I'm struggling with at this moment in time is the distractions. It's not just it's for me. I don't know if you can relate to this, but it's not even that that your phone's there or you got the internet. It's like everything else you have to do is a, in your career um, as an artist, like social media like for me doing this podcast like I, it's my fault that I do all these extra things because I, I do it because I enjoy it but I think it's by the amount some of us do it can distract away from music
1: to be honest with you the most successful people or some of the most successful people I've seen in dance music, electronic music do many things yeah so whether that's um, Pete Tom Yeah Whether that's um, You know There's like a lot of Producer type guys I know Like um, Frank who Does Howling With riot R- X yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a producer He runs a festival Yeah He produces For other acts Like who, did, who made who He does this He does this He does yeah. this And they They have success You know yeah. They're not Tiesto they yeah. don't want to be Tiesto. Yeah. you don't have to be Tiesto. Yeah. it's like Tiesto is Tiesto because He's that's Tiesto. in his DNA that's what yeah. it does so by spinning those plates I, I, I hear you it's like it's it's not a bad thing but it is if It takes away from the most important thing, that's, and that's music. So, for me, like you know, at the place I've been on a, on a business level, yeah, is I have I literally have a production company that creates concert visuals. You know, we put an arena show together for myself, yeah, you know, during, during lockdown and quarantine. It's like all my energy went into this into that company mm. to roll that for myself, but I can roll that, but you know. I, Billy Eilish, his manager, called me tomorrow and I was like, can you put on the show, co for Billy Irish? We can do it. Yeah, yeah. we well. Um, so that, but that was partly locked into going to Australia next year and playing arenas. Yeah. Going to the shrine and doing that. But what got
0: me there yeah. is the music. Totally, so, totally. Yeah. I, think, I think that's the thing is the music can help finance do other things, right? And whatever your passion is, you can then do that from. If the music is very successful, however, on the kind of side to that is, there's a lot of musicians that are extremely successful in business or something like that, and not as successful in music, but don't rely on music to be their income.
1: I know that. I know it's quite funny. There's a few acts I know (laughs) who are like multi-millionaires through business. And a successful electronic hats. Yeah. yeah. We'll have like a clothing company. I'm not gonna mention those, but I have a clothing company or yeah. something like that. And it's like, wow, you're that's your company? Yeah. yeah. It's like oh, where the fuck do you get time tonight? Yeah. Um, you know, rest in peace for your, for your or something yeah, like, that. Exactly. like, yeah. Dude's never off his fucking iPhone or his um or you know, laptop just at all in the fucking world. The world was yeah. his office. His hotel room was his office and he just like you just hustle, man, and it's and it, you know, like everyone's posting text messages, you know, in some like conversation. Everybody spoke you. and that energy is it goes beyond music. That's like this 21st century entrepreneur totally. like, energy to have, and um, yeah, I've seen like really successful people aren't household names. They're yeah. not. People wouldn't even consider them in the top 10 or a sub genre, Mm. but but absolute bosses in what they do. I think like one of the guys from Dusky, just like that, you know, that's a hugely successful close company, but they're making fantastic music and just doing what they want to do. Um, So, yeah, it's, it's so, you know, kind of spinning the place isn't a bad thing, but it is a bad thing.
0: It's taken away from what. Feeds everything else. Brings it all together. Yeah, totally. How how important to you is having a good team around you? Um, the reality
1: of like any any act, any artist is, I mean, for what we do, you we we have two jobs: make music, play music. Okay, when that starts to become diluted, that's when those aspects become diluted. The ability to, to make or play music. Yeah. It's your team theoretically should do everything outside of playing and making music. Yeah. It never works like that. It? <laughs> it never is as well. It that's, there, there's no perfect. That never... There's very few people where that happens to. Probably Justin Bieber. Um and one direction yeah and they don't make the music yeah. they perform the music yeah yeah so at that level I've seen I've actually seen like <laughs> during the kind of pop days in the UK I, I saw it all about that world. is interesting mm. um never works it, it, so that's that's an ideal so team that you, you your team management or whoever should provide that type thing where the artist has the make and play music um but it doesn't work like that so the reason why it doesn't work like that is we're in a world now with social media where and it's kind of i i completely hate this and disagree with it but it's the reality of
0: yeah
1: perception is everything okay Mm -hmm. how you're perceived how your brand is you know down to your artwork down to photos you put in on social media all of this stuff its like perception is everything and it's sad so in order to control your perception that has to kind of come from you a little bit Mm -hmm. but my social media is not personable at all yeah but that's partly because i don't really want to impart uh, a full sense of confidence on, upon people. This is how we should be. This is, it. you yeah. know, you need, everybody needs to do this and don't do this. Just date or date, but no, fuck that. Yeah. you do to tell people mm. what, how to think, what yeah. to think. Um, I see it like so often. And and that clout chasing thing, I've seen a lot of acts, yeah, just that whole thing. And the sad thing is it works. Yeah, It works. Um, uh, maybe I'm the idiot for not doing that clout chasing thing and, you know, and just, like... But it's it's negative. I don't like it. Um, The whole social media thing is, like, oh, you know, you're not not a big act until you, you know, post your photo in your private jet
0: and all that. I fucking hate that. But, yeah, I've I've done it. (laughs) I've
1: done it because of that people buy into it. Yeah. People buy into it, and it's like, well, if you don't do that, then, you know, you're not considered a big deal, and it's just, it's the weirdest, um, it's the weirdest culture. Um, it's very materialistic. It's yeah. very, but at the same time, if people, it's not so much, and this is actually nothing to do with fans. Mm. It's everything in the middle that I spoke about That yeah. is what I consider to be the dirty part of, of the creative process. It's everything in the middle. Yeah, but I've, I, I've seen acts... <laughs> Turn up to places and get unbelievable. Get so much more money than they should because promoters think they're a big, they're yeah, a big cool. deal yeah, because yeah. of social media. Yeah. The you know if you want to challenge that, get that act to do a show where they it's a ticket show. Yeah, don't hide on the top line of festivals. Don't bury yourself. You know oh. You know, a lot of acts will not do concerts because they can't sell tickets, but will headline the festival. Yeah, yeah. That's bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> That's, what is wrong with people booking the acts? And everyone's like, oh, yeah, you know, same names, and it's like, it's, you know, culture's not really moving. That's the reason why. Yeah. You know, like... So, so people in the middle need to take a bit of a fucking risk sometimes. Mm. Look, actually, look at facts and figures. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, we've got to get this person because they're headline. Don't they? are headline yeah. not they are not headline acts. They do not draw people, and it seems like they draw people because the festival's so big. Yeah, yeah. So, and that's all down to what I said before: perception, perception, management. Yeah, and it's the reality of the world we live in which is a sad state of affairs but it's really bad to not be aware of it I remember fantastic electronic acts who never subscribed to Twitter who never subscribed to social media and these are some of the most creative people in music and because they don't have a fucking social media no one knows about them now what how does that work? You have to have social media in order to, to be a successful musician. But it's, it, it, I mean, you take like that. someone like Roman Frugal, yeah, for example, right? Genius of what he does.
0: Yeah.
1: But, oh, you know, he's not on a private jet. He's not, you know, doing their, you know, a, da- a daily blog of, you know, playing, you know, what's um, going on in your life. It's yeah. because of that. Yeah. It's, 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 it's the weirdest, it's the weirdest thing. But it's just, but it's interesting you know, because it's weird doesn't mean it's, it's wrong. Mm. Um, this is just my personal opinion of, of, of social media is, it's just the, I don't see it as being part of music.
0: Mm.
1: I don't see, I mean, it's like, okay, letting people know it's the, the funniest thing with social media is, um, and every, every act has this. And that is, you, you, you put like a, an announcement for a new single <laughs> on their album and it gets, like, a quarter of the likes of you, um, like, being on a private jet or taking a photo with your dog. 100%. It's like, it's like, I don't even believe this shit. Like, why is that the, And that is because I think the ability to make music is so undervalued. I yeah. think um, a lot of gen pod don't realise how hard it is to get good at creating, uh, whether it's film, TV,
0: well, yeah and i I also think a lot of it is about fucking social media algorithms that want you to pay if you're trying to promote something they want you to pay for that and they want you to to spend money to promote that um because i I generally think if there's something that the fans really give a fuck about they will get behind 100%. um but there comes a point when algorithms get in the way of fans even seeing what you're talking about um Say for instance, like i re- I say that a new single is coming out and just put the artwork up, because it's just an artwork and it's got some writing on. The algorithm just doesn't doesn't let it go through, and they want you to advertise it and spend money on that. But then you put a video of you playing that record and go, "This is coming out soon. Everyone loves it and talks about it. It's it's yeah. fuck it's fucked." this
1: is the thing is like the, it's, we're, we're in this world of algorithms now and the world is is heading into a a world that is completely ai oriented you know like even my like, even when I do fantasy football I I kind of cheat and I use a um <laughs> this, this website called fantasy football fix which, Tells me what team I should play. (laughs) (laughs) It takes all the information. It's basically Moneyball for fantasy football. Doesn't
0: that take the fun Um, out of it?
1: um, I love
0: it. Here's the thing
1: the reason why I talk about um, why I mentioned about big, big acts hiding in festivals and not doing the concerts is because. I love looking at all the. The reason why I understand music, the reason why I understand it, is because I see the patterns. I said, out you know, it sounded a little bit like Rayman here, but you mentioned like um, commercial records. There's a pattern in yeah, commercial records. Well, is. what is a pattern? It's understanding that. And as much as I'm, I am obsessed and I like into the, the data and at it and the little cause, it makes things soulless. Mm. It, it. It's basically, it's like this all a Orwellian system yeah. for success, and surely there should be like a rose that grows through the concrete at some point. It, so, it, yeah, you know, and and that's what I think all apps should aspire to. That uh, regardless of algorithms and and everything, there should be like this, like shining light mm. on some. That just completely is out the boundaries of algorithms.
0: Yeah, but I, I also think then that comes back to what our perception of success is, right? Um, yeah. And I think it's easy to to say that. I think we've been in every room of your house right now, mate.
1: <laughs> I don't know, I'm trying to find the most quiet room. In garden
0: over the street, so I think. This one's more quiet now. So yeah, this is good. I I, I to this one. Um, it's it's kind of what is success? And I think it's so easy to say success is all about how much money you earn. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's it. What is success to you? What is success to you? Honestly, without 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 giving the the artist bullshit that we all say, what is success to you? Honestly, what it used to be,
1: and when I when I came through, all I used to say to myself was, when I started making music, I said if I could make an average income, yeah, be able to go out for dinner once a month, once yeah. every two weeks, go on a holiday once a year, start a family maybe one day buy a house. Yeah. modest means that's success. Yeah. That, um, for me now, and oddly, that was more kind of finance. it's not even financial or it's just to be able to do what I love in life. Mm. I have no stress of not being able to pay bills because I know what that feels like. Yeah. And that's all I wanted. And thank God I... Managed to get that, but my expenses now are <laughs> a lot more than well, I used to live, live from my mom. So, um, yeah. you know, I have to pay for a lot. You know, like
0: you can hear outside, it's gardeners. Um, <laughs> well, I think that's the thing that comes with earning uh, money, right? Is that your life, you become, you live within your means, and the more money you earn. Uh,
1: you know, I'm, I'm in a world of lawyers, accountants, yeah. like the, the system that kind of feeds off me and. And also obviously help me help me is, is not a it's a two way street. Yeah. So my my thing now has slightly changed in that all I want to do is build a catalogue of music.
0: Yeah.
1: I can look back on you know, when I'm older and be happy. Yeah. So that's that looks like I'm not bad cry, but I'm actually bad bad <laughs> So it's, it's to make a body of music which I'm I'm happy um that's you know that one day my son might listen to him not be embarrassed. Mm. Yeah, um yeah. you know there's and i'll say with the last album i managed to do that mm. i'm working on a new album at the moment Amazing. Uh, i hope and the, 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 here's the thing with albums as well is this is close to a day job as you it can fill with music
0: yeah
1: i quite like that um I do I, I i do like a bit of hard work but it's when hard work feels displaced yeah when hard work is very kind of focused yeah it's it's good but with the nature of what we do it's it's all trial and error
0: yeah
1: um and it always will be so it's a lot of wasted energy in places uh, but that also breeds kind of refining things and, totally. you know so that's, that's my goal now, just a catalogue of music. I, love I have another, you know, my, my deal, you know, I need to commit to a deal out have with the record label. Yeah. But, it, um, yeah, um, I, you know, just make, make a body of music, which kind of, you know, is my legacy. Yeah, and, yeah. That, and that's my goal now. Um yeah, it's, and it's making, basically, my whole thing is like, no, uh, basically no, no cheap moves, no, don't do anything tacky.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, you know, I look at acts like... I look at acts that come before me and try to learn so much from them. Yeah. And musically, it might not necessarily be similar to what I do, but it's like, how did they do it? Yeah. What kept them in the game for 20 years? And it always comes back to the music. It always, always comes back to... It, it, it,
0: it's never, it's never anything else. Although a lot of, there's a lot of acts, especially nowadays that have like big social media following or have done something that kind of like, I remember, can you remember when Eats and Seth were kind of coming through and they had like an amazing social media following and it? it was like very, it was very comic based, if you know what I mean. But realistically, especially for Eats it, and and Seth, it was all about the music. It was like Seth was a fucking great DJ. And you knew that when he performed, he he performed with Eats. The music always came through. And you can have things that that happen outside of the music, but realistically it always just comes back to great music. And if you don't have that foundation, it's like there's a lot of artists that a lot of people that are coming through being big on TikTok that have never written a record in their life and never done anything like that. And it's a it's,
1: it's a, it's a, different. It's almost a different industry. Yeah, it's
0: it's an industry, but it's a different industry. Well, it's not the music industry because it's not about fucking making music. Uh, it's, it's a statement,
1: but at the same
0: time, if you if you take the top
1: five DJs in the world, I I'd say only three or four of them. I say only one or two of them made the music. Yeah,
0: not even that. I well,
1: I know one of them does. <laughs> I not sure one of them does, but you're saying top five DJs in the world. That's top five earning DJs in the world. Who who um, are they? Who are the top five earning? Um, it's going good? one of them. Because and here's the reason why. Because Calvin Harris uh, makes his music. Yeah, but but the the reason why is if you gonna if you're gonna go on the road, do 200 shows a year, it goes against you your time to make music yeah But what doesn't go against you is the perception that you've made the music yeah yeah and that you're basically a tall entity you're 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 a traveling salesman yeah like now you're a traveling salesman staying at home it's pointless against that
0: so in order to be if you want to be the richest DJ in the world do not make some music here we go Chain smokers, Marshmallow, Calvin Harris, and no, Steve Aoki. Chain, chain, chain
1: smokers, make that easy,
0: chain, chain smokers are at the top. I think they, may, Maybe I'm a
1: bit too honest. I think they, may, I, even the someone like Marshmallow, I'm sure is involved. I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna start calling names on them right because it's like not my place. It's like yeah. they it doesn't they matter, do
0: does it? It doesn't. I, I, I,
1: I, there is a culture, and it, here's the thing: there's culture in electronic music. At the more commercial side, where I think the wall is pulled over a lot of people's eyes, they don't see the underbelly of what's it, and maybe and they, 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 who cares? Like they just want to hear good music. Who who really cares if someone makes their music or doesn't? Yeah. It's like are they are they're into a record, but it's I don't know. It feels a little bit. I think well, I think it's it's,
0: it's, think it's, it's more think, so that the the um is. It's within the scene, right? It's the DJs, it's the producers that care about shit like that more than the actual punters. Um, like exactly, it's, and
1: it's basically say sound It's sour grapes.
0: Ego, it's yeah, like, it's, it's people's it's egos. It's
1: like, well, I do what I, I do. I do. I make this and I do this, but someone's more successful and they don't do this. So therefore, I'm upset at them because they're making more money than that yeah. like. that's what it comes down to yeah. it's like it's, it, it's nothing else it's, it's basically the irony is I see it more in the un- like what con- considered to be the underground than I do the overground totally like if people like I was going to say if people knew like they oh, it's, <laughs> it's like if pe- people like shouldn't have to know it's just because we're part of it you know it's like Elon Musk running Tesla, like everyone thinks that Elon Musk runs Tesla. Elon Musk don't do shit. No. Like, he's very good at delegating.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, And he's, you know, right, you know, his big thing is his social media presence at the moment and the way he's perceived and doing quirky things and, you know, he's like, almost like that celebrity type mold.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, But yeah, everybody thinks Elon Musk does everything over at Tesla. He didn't even start Tesla.
0: Yeah. So it's
1: like... But like the you know, it's also what I said: perception management. You know, um, and it exists in everything. In every, um, but like I said, you know, I think the real, the real bitterness from creators or anyone involved in 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 what we do is, I want to say, jealousy. Is it, it's like an unfair advantage. Mm. It's like playing 352 and someone's putting a cheat code and you haven't. Yeah that's basically what it comes down to It's like someone supplied the cheat code and you didn't yeah. and now you have to you know be in the same arena and stuff yeah yeah that's, what it comes, that's basically the, the best analogy of it yeah it's uh, is the yeah and, then, and that's what it comes down to but no one cares man no 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 one cares on a on a greater level of listening music but it's it, but it is an interesting it is an interesting kind of um thing that does exist in electronic music but yeah you know, yeah it's, think, it's,
0: it's very weird that it consists in electronic music because in if you're in the industry itself everyone expects you to do absolutely everything yourself and it's, it's, it's so weird midi,
1: it's a bit midi nilli, isn't it because yeah. it can only really exist in electronic music because it can't exist in pop music no. because i mean it has with midi where they're not the singers they're the face there is a midi for nitty, and by anyone who doesn't understand what I'm saying by midi Finelli, just Google it. <laughs> um, there is, it's just rampant. Yeah. It, it, feel, it feels dirty, though. It feels great. But the, but the, the problem that it, it all sounds great and everyone should do that and not do this and just tour and don't make your music and get a team or people to do it. But there's consequences with that. Yeah. The consequences is you are not relying upon your output.
0: Yeah.
1: So the stress that you have in order, who's going to do my next song? Who's going to make this? You know, yeah. who's going to make this? Is it as good as this record is? Blah, blah, blah. If you're living in that world where you can't control it, mm. you know, what if that producer goes, okay, you're going to give me, you know, more than? And it's like, this is oddly stressful world for a lot of people within that
0: well, i think Um, this is the thing though that i because i i like i write music for people um (laughs) and i think this is where it gets greedy and i think people don't value the music as much as they should um because we all we all know certain acts that they're Music was written by somebody that was extreme, that made them extremely successful. And then that artist leaves using that producer and then goes use somebody else. And then that music isn't as good as what it used to be. And although they've built a foundation, their music isn't as solid. But I think that's the thing that for me is if you're making a shit ton of music, a, sh- a shit ton of money because of your records have popped off, you need to fucking look after everybody that made your records. And and make sure that because a lot of it comes down to money, a lot a, a lot of it does. A lot of people, a lot of producers go, "I've made your record, and now you're going to make this much money based on." And don't get me wrong, it's not all about the music, but a lot of it is about the music. Um, I think there comes a point where you, as an artist, if you're not making mu- your music, you have to pay pay dues to the people that are writing your music whether that's a percentage of your income whether that's whatever that, i don't know and that's at
1: the detriment to the person who benefits because if they don't have the skills then their career is going to stop yeah so it's at the detriment to them
0: totally um
1: you know like with with a lot of music like the best music or the best best things i whether it's music or whatever film or, whether a lot of it is collaborative process so you know some records I might work with a guitarist yeah or you know and it's like all right there's components to this yeah but then that's different to what we were speaking about before totally which is different
0: ghost totally different i think you know, like,
1: yeah. I, I actually i thought about this the other day <laughs> and it's like I, I just don't have the energy to the um but it's not, it actually wasn't a bad idea. And that was to go on Fiverr, start an artist alias that is not my own and just find, put a team together on Fiverr and start making music purely for capitalist financial reasons. And, you know, to create like some entity and stuff like that is, I just, I I don't, I I wouldn't wake up and be be happy each day if I do that. But like I said, there's, what you mentioned a second ago regarding there's there's two there's two parts of the piece there's, there's the collaborative process and there's ghostwriting yeah you know it's like like red light green light um what else um a few other records like it's the the instrumental back end production is 100% me yeah the songwriting who is with sean and rush totally. and sean. then there's other records i've done with instrumentation so okay someone could do a better job to yep. me playing guitar so i bring, bring them that's part of the process that's the yep. old, an organic thing totally agree uh-huh. but then i've also seen other i've seen other elements where people on record and uh tell everybody they made the record and they didn't totally yeah so it's the double collab- a collaborative process what people you like what people you get on with and if you don't get on with them, don't know them. like the duality album every single on that album the performer was so nice yeah and just like the experience of being in the studio working with those acts on the album was just is pleasurable
0: yeah Same and it was,
1: just like, Same it, was, it was just like it was just like let's make a great record see how it goes it wasn't like two years after making a record you you get messages and emails and everyone saying so and so said so they make make all your music. So it's like, why are they doing that? Yeah, and if they did, why don't they make music as good as that? Yeah, yeah. That's the other side of yeah. of, of the beast that you're
0: speaking about. Um, well I also think that's ego. The best, yeah. E- ego if is I mean, ego is so big in this in life, I mean, and I think if people can really. E- it's, it's ego and jealousy because what it is is they see you being successful when they're not.
1: It's not even success. It's sometimes... It, you, this is where it comes back to be like, why don't you have ghostwriters? And and, and and that's just the reason why is that you have to have skills at a certain level to be yeah. reliant upon yourself. Yeah. So if, if the castle crumbles who you rely on. Yeah. Okay, yeah. and this is what I'm saying. Some of the top people... Earning, people, uh, they have that stress. Yeah, so, you know. So, I mean, that's that's effectively what comes to. It. But at the same time, some of the best pieces of music history are an absolute collaborative process. Yeah, you've Quincy Jones, hundred percent, made those records on mm-hmm. jackson Jackson. Think he made for himself? No, no, he was the doctor. Yeah. It all came back to Quincy Jones. Do you think Bruce Sweden
0: yeah. is
1: pissed because he feels he he's owed more? Do you think, you know, the keyboard player from Toto feels like he's better No, because they're confident in their own yeah. skin. They're a part. You know, Eddie Van Halen playing guitar on uh, I've forgotten what record. Uh, Fred I can't remember the record. Or be it, I can't remember who it does solo. Do you think he's going on social media and being like Oh, I, I feel like I, I I was owed more on this and blah blah blah. And I can't no, because yeah. they could have they do. They don't yeah. need to do that. And um, it's a collaborative process. There are a lot of time, music is music and film are unique to a lot of other arts like painting and things like that. Pain is just like can be just a very individualistic mm. process. Um. Hollywood and films are solely a process of bringing in best people for the job. Yeah. And music, the upper operational of music is a collaborative process, mm. whether that's session players, songwriters, yeah. mix engineers, mastering engineers. By like, you know, I'm even by thinking about the next albums. Like, okay, who do I want to work with on the mix as yeah. a mix engineer level? And listen to records, well, oh my god, the mix on that's superb. You know, yeah. blah blah blah.
0: It's uh, basically uh, operational system collaborative, collaborative process. Um Well that's it, it's, it's 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 understanding that as well. It's how do I make my music sound as good as I possibly can and by getting by by getting somebody in that's better at something than you are, we can't all be fucking amazing at everything. There's nobody that's good at fucking everything. So let's let's just get the best people in. There's there's a few. <laughs> there's a few people that are actually like geniuses like guitar
1: players electronic acts and then mix engineers there's, there's a few people that uh, are you know great at every element um but it's it's such as there, there's there's spectrums to the music making process totally um you know someone making lo-fi guitar music mm. Like someone like, um, DeMarco or someone like that has to stop everything to go to, basically just says yes to a record. Yeah. And then there's everything in the middle. Yeah, yeah. Who the fuck cares? The, the the reality that no one cares. No, 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 the listener doesn't care unless it's a good record. Yeah, and that's all it comes down to. That's all it comes down to. So whatever the process to make a good record is, um, is what it's about, in, in, in my opinion. Mm. But you you have to become reliant upon your skill set as well.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah. I agree. Um, we just did an hour and a half as well, and I think that's kind of a perfect way to wrap that motherfucker up. Um, uh-huh. Thanks for coming on, man. I really appreciate it. it. Was it was? I feel like we could just keep talking for hours and hours and hours. Um, my, my pleasure, man. And uh, if uh, any if anyone's watching this, the, it's like. Getting
1: into music or struggling in the moment, or just, just, um, I'm not, I come from hum, humble backgrounds. I, I'm not the smartest guy in the room. And okay. this is purely out, out passion and uh, just being obsessed with and loving the process. Making mm. music, just, just don't lose that. Even if you're, you know, you, you have one day a week on a Saturday to, to be on your laptop making music you know just don't don't lose that energy and like i said you know don't compare yourself to others as well it's just um you know just that's just, this dangerous if you can just carve your own door mm. unique the you know m- the music industry and the music the pie is so big yeah and worldwide as well as no one's taken from you okay like you create your own your own thing, create your own club, like create your own sound, create your own unique thing that's unique to you, and um, and it'll, it'll come back to
0: reward you 100%, man. Love that, love that. Um, how can people follow you, listen to your music, all the good shit? Just yeah, internet, <laughs> <laughs> God, internet, yes, mate. yes, um. Yes. Good to, good to speak. Good to catch up, mate. Um, Hopefully see you, uh, probably see you in the new year at some point. Um Have a great festive period with the family as well. Will do. Probably see you in the, in the US uh, at some festival. At some point. Probably, probably mate. Uh, take care. A good look after some. Peace, stay, man. Stay. Keep safe. Big see love, you. man. Bye. And that is a wrap. Hope you enjoyed it. Big love to Duke for coming on. Amazing, amazing podcast. Great conversation. Um, Keep safe.
2: MyPatriotSupply.com